0: Hold on. Well, we're recording. Skype call will not be recorded as call graph is not connected to Skype. What? 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 What happened? Welcome to ClunkerCast, the first and only Philippine motoring podcast. And uh, today we're having a special motor show edition where we will cover the LA Auto Show and Auto Salon. And joining me here in this episode are my co-hosts. We have A. G. Puyat. Say hello.
1: What's AG. up?
0: <laughs>
1: hello. And Vince Pornelos. all our listeners out hello there. Hello to everyone out there.
0: And, of course, Polito, our tech and um, sometimes silent associates. <laughs> hello, hello. Will you be silent this episode? No. no. <laughs> well, we'll see. Okay. All right. <laughs> so let's get the show on the road. Let's get to the first order of the business, the news segment. And we're going to talk about the LA Auto Show. So um, th- did you just fly in from the States, Vinny? Uh, tell us uh, how I life. wish
1: I did. But uh, <laughs> lo- looking over from, from what's been going on at... O- over at LA it's been a stunning show i mean lots mm-hmm. of new well, cars lots of it. lots of amazing concepts uh, especially during the the design design contest phase at at the LA auto show they had a design competition where you know manufacturers came in with some pretty radical uh, environmental designs and uh, it's it's really the future of motoring and then there are some stunning, uh, so stunning I think new the design production. team
0: was the, um, the Green <laughs> environment,
1: like yeah, last year. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. But uh, there all were right. there were a lot of new production cars out there, especially with the with the new Chrysler 200 sedan. Uh, what are your thoughts about that, guys?
0: Now, now okay. we're all very well aware of the 300 sedan, so um, I guess logic dictates that this is a smaller,
2: smaller version. Smaller version, yes. Yeah. Um, we all... Minus 100, okay. <laughs> Chrysler 200, yeah. Yeah, we all looked at it, and... Oh, what's our opinion? It it looks... It looks dated. Um, Yeah. We were... It feels you know, like I it lost a lot of character.
0: Thing, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm gonna be harsh, but I look at that thing, and I see the bastard child of the Subaru Legacy and the Hyundai Accent. I mean, I, I don't know what went wrong, man, but it's everywhere, <laughs>
1: Yeah, it was. It's. It looks pretty uh, odd to me. I mean, c- coming from a 300, which is, let's say, a very, a very gangster, a very, uh, yeah, it, I mean, a it's car beautiful. with a lot of character, you know, mm-hmm. and then you go to a Easy. 200, which is it, it just, you know, it feels like it lost more than 100 in terms of character.
0: Basically, they they don't look related. I
3: mean, yeah. you know, this, this car this, is this, the like,
1: successor of, of the, uh,
3: do you guys remember the Chrysler Sebring?
1: Oh, Sebring? Oh, the Sebring. This yeah. car is
0: actually its successor. So. Sebring or is it Sebring? What, what's the best pronunciation? Yeah, uh, so it bears some resemblance to it. Okay, now it makes sense. Okay. But isn't yeah, the, yeah. the
1: Sebring slash Sebring, 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 Sebring isn't that a uh, coupe? It
0: was a, yeah, a coupe, a convertible, actually.
1: Yeah. No, no. Which, well,
0: and it's the replacement well, of the... Didn't it have uh, a sedan? Uh...
3: I can't yes, remember was, if
1: uh, there was a sedan version. There might have been. Yeah. Because they ne- they never brought it here. Mhm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Because when when yeah. uh, Katz Motors took over Chrysler or you know brought in Chrysler, they they never brought in the Sebring Sebring, you know whatever you call well, it. Well, even today. the old
0: Chrysler never brought in the Sebring, so it's uh, yeah. I'm you know I really don't know much about it. <laughs> it's a big ubiquitous you know, to me. Yeah. Uh, I
1: these. Maybe maybe Kat's Motors now will bring in the two hundred. Although I don't think it's yeah,
0: any to their lineup. Uh well, one thing it's car- got
3: going for it is mm-hmm. uh, it has a V six under the hood that's got two hundred eighty three horsepower and two hundred sixty pound feet of torque. I mean that's that's pretty good performance from I'm a bad. from a V six.
1: How big of a V six?
3: I'm not quite sure, okay. but I'm guessing this will be around three liters.
1: Hmm, interesting. So it's more in the what what class would it be competing in? It's just under the Camry or something like that.
3: Oh, 3.6 liter. There we go. 3.6 liter. Oh, and, that's, yeah, that's, uh, big. Um, that's big.
1: Okay, that's a big. I'm engine.
0: guessing, yeah, th- this car will. Yeah, this is definitely big. a Camry
1: competitor. it will go with against
3: the
0: Camry, car. the Accord. Well, what else do we know about also, it? Also, judging this... by the
3: photos, um, uh-huh. it's got a pretty well-designed interior. I mean, kind of classy. Um, you got mm-hmm. the throwback um, <clears throat> analog clock in the middle, um, a la Bentley. You've got mm-hmm. uh, a pretty neat, neat dash with, with three gauges on it. Black leather upholstery works well, so... I guess as boring as the exterior looks like, uh, at least the
0: 200 makes up for it uh, in the interior. Hmm. Yeah, I, I'd have to agree. The interior at least looks very nice. You know, it, uh, I'd really want to sit here, and I'm just looking at pictures.
1: Yeah. I mean, when you compare it to, the, let's say, the older yeah. 300, where they poured in so much on the exterior and kind of left a bit to be desired on the interior. It, means it was too plasticky. Uh, some little little bits and rattles you know it, it wasn't it wasn't as nice as i expected it but with the new 200 they seem to have poured in a lot jc made an hair.
3: interesting comment
2: earlier which is i don't remember
3: uh
2: oh. Jay- <laughs>
3: yeah no he said it looks like a old korean oh car yeah some
2: yeah um, some angles inigo mentioned it uh, it has the old what the old accent shape um
0: it's that line on the side, that 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 character line, that that little, uh, you know,
2: that recess. Yeah, yeah. I, I think
0: that's that's the number one indicator. Plus mm-hmm. the the cabin,
2: you know, the way it's just so round. Yeah, but I mean, look at that. Then again, if uh, they they went on a reverse this time, because uh, it's pretty bland on the outside, but on the inside, it looks it looks really comfortable. Um, which I guess for for the owner. Um, It's a good thing. I mean, I don't have to look at it on the outside when I'm driving it.
0: Sure. I mean, I I guess it's a sort of contrast. I mean, you're a little scandalized by
2: the 300C.
3: Correct. Hmm. Plus, I think the Mm -hmm. 200 will be um, a Chrysler fleet car, you know, something that um, Americans can rent in an Avis or a budget, rent a car, uh, station.
0: Yeah, that's true. Um, Yeah, that's possible too. Yeah, Probably going, you
3: know, mass market with this car and probably have the 300 as the more luxurious um choice.
2: I think yeah, that limousine happening. type something like that. Well, yeah. you know, like, in
1: in terms of modeling and you know, I mean, model ranges and stuff, Chrysler has really stayed at the higher end of the models. You know, uh, when when compared to other brands. Now with the 200, it gives them more of a, a mass market competitor. You're right. It gives them a better mm-hmm. range. mm mm-hmm. Mhm.
0: And here's okay. a little sweetener to the deal. Um, you know, just more reason to stay inside. It's got a 30 gig hard drive based stereo, similar to the, the other Chrysler models, like the the Journey. My gig. Yeah, the MyGig yeah, system. I've, I've
1: yeah.
0: A, I've had the
3: chance to try one of those out. Um yeah, definitely. It's a good feature to have on a modern car, of course. Alright. Mm-hmm.
1: Now uh moving on, there's also uh another stunner at the show, the new chevrolet camaro convertible
3: all right take that top off baby
1: yeah i mean <laughs> i'm sure ag loves <laughs> to say that to women but uh, with the cars we love to say it even more yeah
2: that's true
0: <laughs> now now this car has been a long time in the making right i remember when the camaro first came out uh they already promised convertible edition but um yeah this but it's converted first time to, it... a,
1: to a robot nah
0: yeah, yeah, I saw that they they prioritize <laughs> that over the
2: convertible. It's yeah. <laughs> you'd think the convertible would be easier. Well, yeah, you know, Michael yeah. B has some. Well, I guess
3: I guess GM had to iron out some issues with the cars' um, structural integrity. They had to make sure yeah. that you know they'd offer it um, in the same solid uh, state as as the as the coupe. Yeah. Well one thing you got going here is the standard V six model has um about ten to twelve more horsepower than the older version. It's got three hundred twelve horsepower from the direct injection V six and the top of the line SS will come with a six point two liter V eight with four hundred twenty six horsepower.
0: Now that's the model that you want.
1: Mm.
0: And remember what do we know about the, the top? The convertible top is it a is it a soft top is it a folding
2: hard top oh well, it looks like it's going to be soft top from sure. from what I'm seeing right here
3: so judging from the photos it does look like a rab rag top um, the information says that it goes up in 20 seconds or so so that's pretty much standard in today's convertible market mm-hmm. yeah yeah yeah, yeah.
1: But it but it really changes i mean uh dropping the top of any car really changes a lot of its character i mean as we saw in, like the Miata or you know anything else and especially in a car like the Camaro, which is you know quite claustrophobic with its you know high belt line and really small windows,
2: yeah, I mean remember yeah. when we when we had the chance to drive it uh in Tanay? um yeah, yeah. Uh, I can't remember who who commented on it but It did feel a bit claustrophobic now with the top off at least you have that room
0: Yeah, that'll definitely remedy that feeling
2: (laughs) (laughs) More than uh, many times
1: over so anyways, all right. Yeah, so uh, here
0: you go. Yeah, it's confirmed. It's a soft top Uh, I just saw a couple of pictures All right. Yeah, so so that that's a good addition definitely
3: Well, I hope it comes here and uh, I can't wait for a test drive (laughs) I mean, I really am a big fan of the Camaro Love the uh, first generation one produced from 1967 to 69, and yeah, I'm a fan.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, yeah, I think a lot of people will be looking forward to that. All right, so let's, mo- let's move on to uh, the next item in our itinerary: um, so Manila Auto Salon. Mm-hmm. And um, um, am I getting the order right here, guys? Are we talking about the salon first, um, or do we talk about one of its features, or, or more importantly? Uh, one of the people there.
2: Well, yeah, I guess we can start with one of the people and then expand it to the auto salon.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay, take it away.
0: All right. So again, in the in the auto salon, we, uh, like in some other auto shows, we we also had a very interesting visitor. Um, well, visitors rather, and it's it's the Zap family. Uh, basically, it's a it's a family of Argentinians who? who have. Uh, it's a family of Argentinians who've been traveling the world in their 1928 Graham Page automobile. So, now as you guys can imagine okay. this is a very old car and they've been traveling the world with it.
1: I don't even so, know what Graham Page is.
2: <laughs> yeah, for, <laughs> for those uh, who doesn't have access to Wikipedia at the moment. <laughs> the power of Wikipedia. Yeah. Um, yeah,
0: Graham Page is uh, uh basically it, it's from two families, uh the Graham brothers. And the Page Automobile Company. Um, it's a part of the Page Detroit Motor Company, uh, which acquired Jewett Automobiles, also another relatively unknown brand. And you might know the other one, Cord, who made the Cord uh, Coupe featuring in that movie, The Shadow. Oh, yeah. I love The Shadow. So it's
3: so, that okay. family of
2: the... Okay, I get it. Uh, to give, well, yeah, to give the
3: listeners a better idea, the car is pretty much what. It looks
0: like a very
2: mobster car, yeah, like Al Capone.
0: There we go. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, uh, that's everyone's image, basically. (laughs) Can you imagine, you know, a a nice family of six uh, (laughs) traveling in this car, waving out the windows? (laughs) But I mean, it's it's great, you know, it's really inspiring what they're doing. I got a chance to interview these guys, and you know, it's really a sweet family. Um, Basically, uh, the patriarch. Herman, Herman Zap had this dream of just traveling the world. And um, okay. he actually just wanted to travel the world. The car never really figured into it until three months before he left. Uh, he acquired the car. A friend asked him to sort of hold on to it or maybe acquire it later on if he didn't find an interested buyer. And so the car just kind of fell into the plan. And it became part of the the whole journey. And, of course, yeah. you know, I mentioned they're a family of six. And... Um, Another interesting thing is that um, each of these four children were born in a different country while they were traveling. How long have they so, been traveling exactly? Basically, these guys have been traveling for, for more than 10 years now. The first um, sort of leg was from Argentin- Argentina to Alaska. Okay. So that took uh, about 10 years. Now, re- remember, they're still Russian yeah, there's no rush for these guys. Um, you know, he, they just want to make it from point to point. And, you know, they I can guess stay anywhere. I kids don't from... go to school, huh? Homeschool uh, Far school. Home school, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they can stay anywhere from four months to, to you know, maybe half the year in, in one country just, you
2: know, traveling around. So what do they do? And, they know, just, like, um, tour the place when, when they arrive at the country?
0: Mhm they 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 go around as much as possible make some friends um you see the key to their traveling is basically making the friends to establish connections get from one point to another i mean i talked to the guy um he's he's in the philippines by the way because of the second leg which is to traverse asia so i talked to the guy okay. i mean asked what's your plan man uh, how do you get from one point to the other in he english? said well yeah yeah he speaks english he speaks english oh, okay. uh cool. Uh, this guy was born in San Francisco no, and in raised Vulcan. in <laughs> so, no, he's not.
1: Yeah. Arrives here and says, live long and prosper, my friends.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, basically, Wait. you know, he, he sees it from town to town. He doesn't really look at the bigger picture. I've, I've got know. a question.
1: Obviously,
3: uh-huh. this guy doesn't have a day job. How does he keep financing his yeah. travel? How
1: do you finance something like this? Yeah.
0: That's where the website and the book come in. So, um, the right car there. is... Mm -hmm. The the car is plastered with flags of all the countries it's been to, as well as the website address where you can log on.
2: So what's the the website?
0: Visit. The website is sparkyourdream.net, one word. And basically, you can visit that, and you'll see his blog entries that he's here in the Philippines right now. Uh So there. And besides that, he also has the book, Spark Your Dream, which chronicles the Argentinian Alaska journey and right now they're working on the Asian leg and of course after this he tells me he plans to work on the Middle East and um, I think the African continent so You know that the journey is not over
2: for this guy. Wow. That's
0: wow. Really.
3: This is really inspiring Yeah,
0: you see a guy bring his family go after a dream Mm -hmm. and and I've been asking him about his experience um, here in the Philippines and that's even more inspiring because you know, this guy comes here with very little money. Um, basically, you know, he makes friends to get from one country to the other. I mean, he's not looking at getting from the Philippines to, to say, Japan. No, he's looking at little steps. Yeah. So he makes friends all yeah. the way. Here he's he's made friends with, um, well, Patron, apparently, who, who've just given him okay, yeah, that's a good friend to have. <laughs> free. Yeah, free of charge. And, you know, all they requested was a picture, no sticker on the car, nothing. He's met the Mad Dog Motorcycle Club here. Um, he's met a, a car restorer, Alex, uh, who's okay, you know well, of, um, more cars popular. Of his year. Yeah. Yeah. And th- that wow. guy's offered to repair his car for free. Wow. So you know, I mean, there's a lot of people helping this guy for free of charge, and you know, it's really inspiring that you know, when it comes to car culture, there there's so people, so many people who just want to help. And until, you know, until he runs the,
1: into Anna, Until he runs into the MMDA. <laughs> what, what happened then?
0: Uh, <laughs> I mean, well, we've been tailing him for some while, and so far the maps hasn't given him trouble. Part of his plan is to go all the way out to Zamboanga, so you know we're we're praying for him <laughs> we
1: well, really know, are. We won't oh, even yeah, go there, he, man.
0: That might not be a good idea.
1: The journey uh, ends here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I, I, I don't want to
2: die. Yeah, hope and let's hope that and you know, everything. Like the guy, yeah. <laughs> So I guess so, you know, if we if we, we want not. to help him out, uh, to to help out the family, I guess we can buy his book. It's Spark Your Dream. Spark the, yeah, that's the name of the book. So well, is it ava- is it available in our local bookstores?
0: I'm not sure about that, but you can go to the website and it'll have the book there, and you can you can order that online at least.
2: Well, I guess uh, we're jumping the gun a bit, but. Um, during last weekend's auto salon, they were also there, right? And they were mm-hmm. they had their books also on display. So I guess people yeah, yeah. people I don't know people were buying the books there. Mhm, mhm, yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, I- I'm sure they well, oh. from many of their contacts, you can acquire the books from the friends they have made here. Yeah.
1: Cool. All
3: right. Oh, yeah, Godspeed to. uh. This guy, yeah, uh, to, to the family, Keep
0: the alive, yes, yep, yep, that, the that's their last name, yeah. APP. So, yeah, look him up. You right. guys are bound to find something on Google, He's he's been making the news everywhere he goes.
2: Mm, so, the website again,
0: the zap,
2: yep, yes, the website is www.sparkyourdream.net. So, just check it out, and they also have another website, um, Argentina, Alaska. This one's the mm-hmm. I guess this one's the first leg of the trip. Yeah,
0: basically you yeah, that's the first leg. So now they're doing the Asian leg. And if mm. you type in spark your dream, you will be transferred to this site. So uh Okay, awesome. If you're not missing out on anything, it's it's all automatic.
2: Alright. Alright. So
0: So let let's move on to where we met these guys, which was the Manila Auto Salon. Yeah. And uh, you okay. know, it's it's sort of a one-stop shop for everything automobile aftermarket. So why don't you tell us about that, Yeah,
3: Jesse? um uh,
2: the, the Manila. Like? Yeah, um, well, uh, Angela. what's the diff? I guess we have to differentiate Manila Auto Salon with the other uh, auto shows here in the Philippines, like uh, Philippine and in- uh, PIMS, Philippine International Motor Show, and um, what's the other one? I can't. <laughs> can't remember. There
0: are several. Transport show.
2: Uh, yeah, transport show. Transport show, transport
3: show. show is so, also yeah. one of the
2: more.
0: Mm. Well, one of the more. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Veteran, I say, car shows um, going on. Yeah. Um, um,
2: but yeah, uh, I guess the difference with uh, Manila Auto Salon and the other auto shows are. Um, this one's more towards the aftermarket. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so
0: uh Philippine International Motor Show for example will focus on um stock cars you know right off the showroom floor they're yeah. totally brand new We're
2: more this... of manufactured, um ma- manufactured launched cars Market. Yeah Mhm mhm so here it's more of the aftermarket brand yeah. um get. I
3: think this also the Manila Auto Salon goes by a theme and I think this year's theme was mad about styling and tuning. Um, so go. i guess and tuning so it wanted yeah. to attract you know um very extreme builds cars with hev- heavy you know modifications and you know just wild designs so uh that is the kind of um market that you're attracting with this kind of show
0: mm-hmm. and and you can and i guess certainly see that some of the pictures here the mods here are crazy i mean
2: wow yeah. Uh well, it's not all about mods. Um there were uh res- restoration cars. Um when I was there, I saw uh a few cars from the Concours d'Elegance.
0: huh. there's this 1939 Ford Deleuze Yeah. Uh that that won second place in the vintage category and it is I mean I see this car a lot. They usually turn this into hot rods, but here it is in its pristine restored glory. I mean, that is a beautiful car. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. The restori- the restorations um well th- this is going to be an understatement, but pr- it's pretty good. Um yeah. <laughs> there there yeah, were
1: the other cars there. Yeah. Uh
0: the paint is flawless. Yeah. Uh
1: some of the more notable ones that were here, Yeah. Speaking of, go ahead.
3: Speaking mm-hmm. of extreme builds, um, one example is the 1997 Skyline GTR33, which was converted to the GTR R35 by uh, Atoy Body Kits. He's one of the most popular um, aftermarket body kit builders, and um, as oh. you can see in the photos, you know it's got yeah. gleaming blue yeah. paint. It's got you know, the it GTR. So well, Arthur did not realize.
1: Yeah, I did See, not there realize
0: it was an older model. There. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but then again, okay. I mean, you know,
1: if 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 Atoy can do a convert, like you know, a Corolla or or, or a Corona into a, an E class, he can do an R33 to a 35, no problem. Oh
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but <maybe laughs> like, this three, one he really pulled it
1: off. Yeah, this one he really pulled it off. You really can't tell. Unless you actually look inside and look at the everything else.
2: Mm-hmm. Hey,
1: guys. And then, and, hey, yo, Kim, what's up?
2: Yeah. What's up, boys? What's up? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, coming from a wedding. over a past, uh, uh, one, oh. of our,
0: one of our past visitors and, and hosts, uh, Kim, who talked about his experiences in Europe. <laughs> How are you doing, Kim? We're here hey talking guys. about the salon. Yeah. I
2: hope
4: you're not no, I wasn't. I wasn't. I've been really busy this past weeks. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm looking forward to hearing more about it from you guys.
0: All right. So uh, let's enlighten Kim, shall we? Um, we were talking about an R33 conversion to an R35 Skyline. I've seen
4: that. I've seen that done. I saw it in Atoy's shop. Um, I, we were talking about it when he was proposing it, so... Yeah, I saw him take the panels off and uh, try to retrofit them.
2: Yeah, so it, yeah, it, it, they showed it uh, in last weekend's auto salon.
4: Damn, how did it look?
2: It pretty how convincing. It, look, <laughs> it looked like the real deal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, another thing
1: from from Atoy was his uh, his party van series. You know, he had he he took these vans or uh, trucks and buses and <clears throat> converted them into high end luxury. Uh, you know, luxury vehicles.
4: That's funny that you guys are talking about it because I've been in talks with Atoy for that. Um, we spoke about it briefly during Brent's uh, launch, the auto industry anniversary. Um, and uh, we're, we're tying up for Amber. And uh, I think it's going to be a whole package. Shameless plug. That,
1: yeah, shameless plug. It's are, not are shameless plug. you hiring pl- oh, a Winnebago? <laughs> Am, Am I, I right?
0: <laughs>
4: I'm not plugging. I'm not plugging anything. I'm basically just telling you guys that... Um, so long as you're well, he's...
3: giving us free beer, okay, I'm there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm a cool with that. So right. have we're a way all to there.
4: Bango. Do you guys really <laughs> want to stick with beer? And give other stuff too.
0: Way bango. No one?
4: <laughs> no, but seriously, what Atoy is planning... Actually, Vic... Uh, I'm sorry, Atonton is the one handling it, his brother. Um, What we're planning to do is it's going to be something like when you rent the van, it takes you around to all the different night spots. You drink in the van, you hang out. I mean, the bus, then you go down in, let's say, Amber. After that, you move, you go next door, then you move to another bar. Basically, it's or an all-night party. party. I've actually
3: been been bus. into one of those. You can take You've the party. There's uh, the big truck with the, yeah, with the mirrors and the, and the bed Ooh. bunks. <laughs>
1: Ah, so I, we, I haven't... Who were you with, know, A.G.? What was his name? <laughs> oh, no. Atoy was
3: showing me his product. That, that's why. <laughs> you planning um, on buying I've, one? There's, a, there's <laughs> a
4: similar bus, a double-decker bus in uh, London. They do the same thing. Basically, it's, like, it's a bar in a bus that goes around, but it shows you the different sites of London, not the different clubs.
0: Ah oh, okay, okay. all right. It's a pretty yeah. nice
4: idea, especially now during the Christmas seasons, right?
0: <laughs> Parties galore, I'm sure. All right, so yeah, there we go. Well, I mean that wraps up. From, up uh, uh, or do we have other cars to talk about? I mean, we we, we talked about um, old cars, conversions. Um, Extreme customization. Uh, well, any other car in the auto salon.
2: Well, when I was well there.
3: All, the reader should check. Uh, yeah, yeah. Check out the Facebook site. They've got you know lots of nice pictures. They've got a restored and modified Toyota pickup that's been raised. You know, it's it's worth worth a view, definitely.
2: Yeah, and yeah. While I was there, um, I don't know Vince if he saw it. Uh, it was kind of understated, but. There Which was one? the Honda Accord Cross Tour. D- did you notice that the in
0: Honda the auto part? salon?
2: Yeah, in the auto salon, it was it, it was pretty much understated in in a way that um they weren't really showing it because it was just it was just there, um it wasn't pimped out. I think it was pretty much stock. Um, it was it I they were showing it. Uh, with the rear, with the rear raised, so it kinda looked like a uh, a CX CX7 or a Legacy. Oh. So that's the first time I saw that, saw that car. So I'm pretty sure it's it's an import. So. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I think it's a current model. Do you in remember the US? who
2: did it? N- well, it, it, it wasn't. Uh, I I don't know what booth that was. I didn't see that. Um, on what booth that particular car was. So yeah, I don't know.
0: Mm, all right. Well, I, I guess it, it would have easily been missed over. Yeah. What uh, with all the crazy custom cars. Yeah, <laughs> it,
2: it was pretty much understated there. Um, with all the with all the sound in the cars and yeah, don't don't forget the booth babes there. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. the parking. Oh, was parking! <laughs> and the
1: traffic. Oh, that was. And a the mess. traffic.
2: Oh, but wow. all
1: in all, it was a it was a great show and with a with a really great showing from all the different tuners and car restorers and modifiers in in Manila. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh. I mean, shows like this give you a great idea of of what's
2: truly possible what, you with you know <laughs> with money and <laughs> lots and That's lots of money. <laughs> and a yeah. lot of creativity of yeah creativity definitely <laughs> um those guys what they uh, what i saw there they were pretty creative not only in the presentation but in, in the cars themselves okay. all right well
1: so,
2: speaking uh, yeah. of creative so, uh, and
0: inspiring guys uh why don't we move on to our next segment would you care to introduce it for us ag Yes, um, as as our listeners
3: might know, we usually have a top ten list, and uh, um, this show's top ten list is dedicated to a uh, sportsman, to a friend, our and mentor. To, um,
2: yeah, in some way, yeah. Fellow of Wow. Yeah. i
3: mentor um, who to unfortunately all of us. Unfortunately, has lost his battle with cancer, and though we know that he's in a better place, we do miss him terribly, and. uh no other than Cookie Ramirez.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, and
3: uh,
0: we wish him and his family guys, the
3: best.
4: Uh, Cooks has taught us a lot, and a lot of the top 10 stuff here um, we've experienced with him. And honestly, I think he's improved us as people and drivers in many ways.
0: Mm-hmm. So there we go. Here it is. It's our top 10 list. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of things that racing
2: drivers can teach regular drivers. Um I think it yeah. So the top ten tips regular drivers can learn from racing drivers. So the first tip right. is um a little more or less pressure on the gas makes a big difference. So That's true. okay. Please expound.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, any any of yeah. you guys want to expound?
4: <laughs> okay, um yeah. um
2: mm-hmm. in Go terms
4: ahead, of uh, racing you've always got to be smooth. And Cookie always tells, I mean, he's always told me, aside from hitting my hands to make sure they're both on the wheel, (laughs) is take the corners as smooth (laughs) as possible. Get on the gas, don't step, don't floor it right out of the corner. Ease into it. And for more practical reasons, the smoother you drive, the smoother you uh, put your foot in the gas, the less gas you consume.
2: Yes, it's true. And big it's difference,
0: it's yes. also a good way to gain speed. I mean, you know, when you're taking laps, you know, you just um, put a little bit more pressure than the last lap, you know, and you, you slowly learn the limits of the car.
2: Yeah, that's very true. Okay. Correct. Mm-hmm.
0: And um,
3: I guess what what regular drivers can appreciate is if you lift off the pedal too much, whether it be a rear or a front wheel drive car, you're liable to spin in a turn.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. special mm-hmm. lift-off oversteer and That's true. yeah, especially in a Depends rainy on the
3: day.
4: depends on the balance of uh-huh. the car. You might if the road is understeer or oversteer. Yeah. Especially basically,
1: what like the, basically what we're saying is uh, don't treat the gas pedal as an on-off switch.
0: Yes, you know,
1: correct. It. Correct.
0: Yep. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Yep, yep. So there are several levels. Okay. The second and uh, you know. Yeah. And it yeah, it makes a great segue for our second tip, which you know sort of I think preaches the same idea but for the steering wheel.
2: Yes. So. So what's number two? Number two is mm-hmm. gentle movements on the wheel rather than big jerks, makes for better cornering. Correct. I guess. Um, yeah, I that's... think
4: the whole point here.
2: Yes. Sorry, go
4: ahead. I... No, Kim, Kim. Yeah, I think the whole. I think the whole point here is. Not for us or anybody to imbalance the car. What you want in a car is for it to be balanced in every um, I mean in every aspect like the uh, cookie would say you have to do everything first and when you're done, all you do when you make a turn is you make the car turn. You do it smoothly and everything will be fine.
2: Yes. Correct. Agree. Mm-hmm. That's
1: what mm-hmm. she
2: said. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so. Uh, so. Yeah. Well. Okay. Um. Number <laughs> three right, is. So, yeah. Get that mm-hmm. in. Well, number three is um almost the same. So holding the wheel like a racing driver does provide better control. So how does a racing driver? Okay. Pull to the... be
3: more. Yeah. To be more technical about that, it's usually to have your hands on the ten and two o'clock position or on the three and nine o'clock position. Correct. Mm-hmm. And
2: uh, so, no gangsta driving. You typically
3: want your. Uh, maybe no, you, do if you win the race. You can. <laughs> yeah, but. Uh, and the most not important during thing. The the race,
2: I... No.
4: And I think the most important thing, which I really clearly remember from Cookie, I would get uh, my hands spanked. I think for any racing driver or any driver, the safest thing to do is never do an underhand. So, never it's a either one? a shuffle, never do an underhand.
2: That's true. Yes. Never when put your hand turning. under
4: the steering. Yes.
2: yes. And don't put. It's always. Don't put your hand the inside shop. the holes of the, the spokes, steering. Yes. Yeah. The spokes. Correct. No, because, That's
1: Now, uh, because in, in in physics, pushing is always better than pulling, and you also you always have more control when you're pushing the wheel instead of pulling That's it underhand.
4: <laughs> Actually,
1: yeah. <laughs> to, to explain
4: more to the listeners, it's um, it's smoother when you push. Pushing meaning if you're making a left hand turn. You push your right hand to make that turn, not pull with your left.
0: That's correct. A, a, there we go. Yeah, that joke. clarifies a lot. Mm-hmm. And yeah, another important turning. thing is, is yeah, uh, is the thumb position. When you hold it like that, the, the nine in three position, you have to put your thumbs on, on the wheel itself. And the, the reason out. for that is because... Yeah, your thumbs up. There we go. Thumbs up. You hold it in a thumbs up position because your thumbs, when they're placed on the wheel, um, they, they give you feedback of the vibration of the car, and you can you can really feel the texture of the road, how much grip it provides, just with those thumbs. I mean, it's it's unbelievable, but it, it's it's rather true, right, guys?
4: Yeah. And another another yeah. important thing why that, that is why pe- uh, pe- uh, race car drivers tell amateurs to do that is because if you get in a crash, you don't want to break your thumbs because the steering wheel will jerk yeah. really hard. Mm-hmm. So
0: yeah, if you wrap your uh, thumb steps. around the wheel, mm-hmm. yeah, but we're trying, trying, to to trying to avoid that. To all right. Mm-hmm. So the next. All right.
2: Course. Okay. Um. Where are we number four, learn the shift points of your car for better fuel mileage. Don't over rev or under under rev when shifting. So I guess well, over rev it, it's all
1: about uh it's all about finding the sweet spot of your car. You know, finding the 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 mm-hmm. spot where uh, you have the best torque for the least fuel consumed.
0: Uh huh. And I think best I think torque, me and Vince saw this. Car, this very well from our experience driving fuel economy (laughs) coast to coast i mean there's a sweet spot for 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 power and there's also (laughs) a sweet spot for economy as you'll discover um and they're not always the same point (laughs) Yeah, Uh, and often
1: yeah at opposite ends really it's all about finding that right balance so you can you can uh, finesse your car into better but as car. a rule
3: i think um, you should you should keep your shifts if you're going for fuel economy keep it below 3000 maybe 2500 would be a good range yeah. for, you know actually you uh,
4: make. actually it would it would also depend if you're driving a diesel car or a gas car correct for correct diesel i think you should keep it under 2,500 or 2000
1: 2, yeah. actually if yeah, uh, yeah. for a diesel car you should be keeping it under 2000 like uh, 1500, 1, yeah. rpm, 1600 rpm. For gasoline for cars, yes, for, for gasoline cars, yes, uh, two five uh, and below is a good a good range, especially on on cruising speeds. Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. Correct. All right. Okay. Well, yeah. I, I mean,
0: it's not set. Yeah, it's something you really have to take time and learn.
2: Yes, and well, yes. we'll find out later. More about um, learning the car and the tires. So. Um, before that, uh, where are we? Number five. Number
4: five. five.
2: Racing po- posture is safer and gives you more efficient arm movements in case of an emergency.
4: Okay. So what is racing posture? So this pertains
3: well, to the
0: gangster lean and how wrong it is, huh? Yes. 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 Basically, yeah.
4: basically no gangster driving, right? Yeah. No seat no, no, you, no, You
0: don't sit with a seat, yeah, all the way down <laughs> and, you know, you're you given a. It the looks cool. Chicks <laughs> dig it,
1: right?
2: <laughs> That's still wrong. No, they don't. <laughs> it may
1: be, if it may be if Cookie heard cookie. you saying that, dude, he'd be slapping your hands right
0: now. <laughs> oh, yeah. So,
3: um, um,
1: basically, what, what, yeah, a, a guide for
0: started? all those who want to find out the right posture is you basically sit in the seat and then you put your wrist at the very top of the steering wheel. Um, you have to be able to do that without the your shoulder. Leaving the seat, so correct. you adjust the you until you're close enough to do correct. that. So um, you basically your yeah. your
4: elbows have to be bent a bit at around 45 degrees. There we go. Once yeah. putting your both wrists on the top of the steering wheel.
1: Okay. So and of course, yeah, you have to make sure so that don't you don't forget reach about the your your
3: knees. Yeah, your knees should be bent so that in the event of a collision, your it doesn't slam straight into the floor, hit you know, injuring you instantly.
0: Yeah. You it's have true. to have enough uh, leg movement to fully depress the clutch.
2: Okay. All right. so yeah, okay. That's a lot of it's for posture. All right. So, number six. Number six. Learn how to handle oversteer and understeer confidently. Plays a big part. Well, um, Wait. Not yeah. panicking. <laughs> plays a big part yeah. in not panicking. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm learning oversteer and understeer. Um, anyone wants to explain what oversteer and understeer is?
1: Mr. Liu, you're the most experienced drifter here.
4: Okay, oversteer and understeer. <laughs> okay, oversteer basically is what drifting is. Oversteer is taking the tail out, and if you're... If your steering wheel is pointed a certain direction, your car is following that direction. Understeer, however, is even if you're fully committed and aimed, let's say, left, full steer left, your car is still moving towards the right. You're plowing towards the right. That's understeer.
1: Mm. Uh, no, I mean, dude, that's, that's, that's bad alignment, dude. <laughs> 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 That's the the just going, the straight. Car is going, yeah. <laughs> going straight.
2: Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so, um, oh, understeer is good. when you're you want to turn to one direction, but it's still going straight. Am I right?
1: Yes, basically. Yeah. Uh, yeah. O- yeah. Oversteer is more on. Uh, in other words, oversteer is is really about the feel of the steering wheel. Wherein, if you turn a certain angle, a, a certain degree on the steering wheel, and then you feel the car rotating rather too quickly, that's oversteer. Whereas if uh, understeer, if you're already fully turned and the car is still going straight,
2: yeah, that's, that's understeer. Is, and as different cars have d- different tendencies towards oversteer and understeer. So, rear-wheel drive cars tends to oversteer, and a front-wheel drive car front tends to understeer,
1: and the car with bad alignment goes all over the <laughs> place. Yes, I guess we need. Uh, Seems I like you have a lot of
3: experience know. with that.
4: Yeah, I know uh, steering and all yeah. that. <laughs>
3: actually,
0: it's
4: the weight factor
0: Yeah, yeah. This is a very a clunker uh, topic. He-
4: <laughs> he- he- heavy front weight makes tends the car tends to make the car understeer. Yeah.
2: Well, <laughs> Just like the RS4. <laughs> okay.
4: No, but I think for the benefit of the okay, listeners. Okay, well, moving on. How we cure
3: oh,
2: yeah.
4: how we cure oversteer and understeer? Should we
2: let them know? Um. Well, I guess that's another topic for. That's another
1: topic, topic altogether. Yeah. So.
2: Um, All right. Yeah. So basically, um, rear wheel drive cars tends to oversteer, front wheel drive cars tends to understeer. So at least you have an idea. Know not the open. difference. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so So number seven, right? um, Yeah, number seven. Be aware of the other vehicles around you so that you can anticipate their movements. So Uh, you're not the only person in the road. Mm -hmm.
3: But uh, I think, yeah. Yeah, AG. One rule that I always go with when I drive is that I assume that all the other cars around me Are idiots and they're bound to make mistakes. (laughs) You know, if if you you assume that, I didn't want to say that.
2: Yeah, ag, isn't that
3: called? I didn't want to say that because it was politically
2: incorrect, but it's it's sort of true. Yeah, in our (laughs) in our area, yeah, it really is true. Yeah, yeah. that is kind. I think
0: in
4: simpler terms, that's known as defensive driving.
0: Mm. Yeah, I mean, just assume the worst, man. Yeah, assume that this guy driving calmly is suddenly gonna swerve to the left. And, you know, you, you, you'll you be ready yeah. for anything. Actually.
2: Yeah. But then again, aren't you going to tend to be a uh, granny driver, oh, with that Sunday no, driver? But that's safer. <laughs> well, that's <to> overtake <laughs> them. But driving at 20 kilometers per hour on a highway, that's not safe, dude. But uh,
1: I think what what Cookie was trying to teach us in this was trying to anticipate their movements, meaning observe their behavior on the road. If you're next to them, you can, you can see if, if they're leaning to be, towards yeah. one lane or yeah, uh, yeah.
0: the other. Uh, I mean, who's more and likely to move ahead, one? you know, just like, exactly. a yeah. chess.
2: yes. Yes. Yeah.
0: And it's not just the cars immediately around you. It's the cars further down the road. I mean, if you notice the yeah. car further down the road, slowing down, you know, you can let let off the gas early, you know, just depress slightly on the brake. Saves you fuel in the process. If,
4: if you notice chanting, <laughs> up there, <sure>.
3: chair. <coughs> <Yeah>. Say what?
4: <laughs> huh? You notice chanting?
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Okay.
4: Sorry, I'm a lecker. No, I'm kidding. Uh,
2: okay, so moving uh, on. Moving I on. Alright. <laughs> Sounded. Uh, number number eight. eight. Learn the limits of the car, the tires, and yourself so mm-hmm. yeah um, as we said earlier um know the limits of your car uh, does it tend to oversteer uh, does it tend to understeer um what about the tires how do you well, know the limits of the tires
0: you mentioned the tires specifically because a lot of the car's qualities rest on the tires amen to that so, I mean, awesome. yeah it's it's the contact patch it's it's the be all and end all of a car's capabilities Actually, so, the first again, thing I think you should yes. look
4: at is your tire rating. Um, there are Z-rated tires that are allowed to go part. above a certain yeah. speed. So if your tires aren't really Z-rated, you know you should stay below a certain speed limit.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's I a chance go. that you could have a high-speed blowout, and that's dangerous. And yes. of course, I mean, there's, there's what the tires are designed for. They're the, the high-mileage tires that don't have much grip. 'Cause they're made of a harder compound. You have the soft compound tires that don't last very long but are are very grippy. Um, all sorts of tires, like uh water tires, which obviously will not grip and drive surfaces, things like that. Um, they will affect uh, a tires uh capability in grip in a ver- in a variety of situations. And, you know, basically just the threshold of, of um of the grip. I mean we're not asking you to break traction here or anything crazy like that, you know, just uh Right. And I think I mean, with the limits, I yeah. think with
4: the limits of the car too, for example, you're following a faster, a better braking car, let's say you're a WRX is right in front of you, you're in, let's say, a Hyundai i10, you know, try not to stay too close at high speeds, because when that sucker brakes, you're really going to smack into that, because you're braking a lot oh, slower, your brake is a lot less effective than the car in front okay. of you. Okay,
2: um, and um know the limits yeah. of yourself, don't overexert, don't... Don't be a racing driver on on the roads. Actually I I think think think
1: what uh, uh, Cookie meant there is that uh, if you're if you're scared on the road while driving at a certain speed, slow down. Yeah,
2: slow down. Don't don't push yourself. I think the best phrase
4: to summarize it that not only Cookie would say Don't overdrive yourself. Mm -hmm. JP would also say is drive within
0: your limits. Yeah. Yep, yep. Don't push it. If you Oh you
2: can't handle it, stop or Yeah. yeah, Pere.
1: <laughs> nice one, Aj. You did, you did <laughs> yeah. not just say that. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
2: number nine. Pere. Number nine. <laughs> Taking a late Apex will help you take a uh, turn better.
1: Correct, yes. Yeah. So that is uh-huh. actually uh, from a, okay. a tip from our good friend, uh, Tita Poch, uh, Cookie's father, and also from Cookie himself. Wherein, uh, with the advent of all these U-turn slots, you're pretty much expected to exit... On the first lane of the other side, you know, on the leftmost lane of the other side. So, in, in order to keep in in that lane, in in that threshold, you should really uh, try to take a late apex, turn late, but turn full. Okay.
2: Um, for the listeners out there, can anyone explain what an apex is? Okay, Basically,
0: the apex. the apex is
2: yeah, yeah. it's the and you, it's the you have okay sort of you have three apexes of, right? Okay, wait. Uh, yeah. Inigo.
0: Uh, I think Kim's right. got the better the, yeah, okay. the geometric apex You got the late apex And what's
1: the first Early, early apex Early apex Early oh, apex, apex there we go.
4: True apex And then the late apex
2: okay, okay,
4: The true apex Is right in the middle Of the turn That's the true apex Early apex Is just before that And the late apex Is just after that Reason why you wanna take The late apex Is it puts the car Right smack In the best line After you exit the corner but another tip that we could do for uh, a lot of our listeners is if you want to make a U-turn, don't stick close to wherever you're going to turn. Make a wider yeah, don't, turn. Don't that stick That way close you don't the have island to lock
1: up. Yeah. Not too wide, yeah. yes. but, but use, uh, uh, maximize the lane, the turn-in lane.
4: Yeah. Because, because sometimes it may not be in the highway. They might be doing it in a parking lot or somewhere. If you stick too close to it, you don't make a wide turn, you're not going to fit and you'll have, you're liable to back up. So mm. the best way is to, even if you're sticking on it, let's say you're making a left U-turn, veer right a, vi- a bit, so you move the car away from the area, then make your U-turn. Try to keep a little bit of distance from where you're making the U-turn. All
0: right.
2: All right. All right, yeah, I think that summarizes Okay. And, of course, the last and final point. Um, I guess this is the most important. Don't panic. Mm-hmm. So, yeah.
0: Um huh I guess
3: what he wants to stress here is there there will be times where you will overdrive yourself and the car and should that occasion arise just you know keep your wits on um try to think of okay I overcooked the turn or I went too fast how can I correct it you know you should should always be thinking and and analyzing the situation that's how yeah, you and avoid this is-
0: yeah, and this is where a number of our previous tips come into into play. I mean, in a panic situation, your tendency is to slam on the brakes, um, suddenly lift off the throttle, or just jerk the wheel. And that's what we stated before. You you don't want to do that because it just produces disastrous results. So, you know, just, um, again, I mean, in emergency situations, um, all these rules still apply. Gentle movements, a uh, little, little more or a little less pressure. Uh you know, just just
3: uh, basically and, and this don't is, make the you, car this panic. is really as well. the cookie way, you yeah. know. If if um we've all had first hand experience with um Cookie Ramirez and he was always gentle with the car. Some instructors are are more aggressive, they really punish the car to get the most out of it. But he he would instill that, you know, be gentle, be smooth, mm-hmm. and you will still get a fast time around the track and this this is very much applicable to daily driving
4: this really reminds me of the cookie line of driving and the pacho line of driving (laughs) cookies line was Pacho,
3: we love you you know (laughs) we like what (laughs) you're doing we like your events please invite us
4: but very pacho is really aggressive and Cookie's a bit more conservative with the lines correct so yeah I mean, whatever works, right? But in in, in this uh, application, I think it's better to be
2: safer. safe yeah.
4: and calm. Yeah. And don't panic and always remember, just do one thing at a time. Don't break and steer. Don't steer and put gas on. I think it's
3: always one thing at a time. Mm-hmm. Well, there you have it. Yes. Yeah, the top yep, 10 list yep. for this episode.
0: Uh-huh. And um, uh, that's what brings this episode to a, to a close. I mean, we, we hope you guys enjoyed your show. And Once again, this is ClunkerCast, so we'd like to remind you guys to, again, if you have any questions about your clunkers, uh, we'd be glad to help out. Um, send pics, although you won't be able to see that in the podcast. Uh, we'll we'll, have, a, we'll
2: oh, have the It'll website. give us a
0: better idea of what to do, how we can help you. Yeah. yeah, and um yeah,
2: anything
3: yeah you'll from see it on restoring
2: the website. Tuning to maintenance service, you know, mm-hmm. we'll yeah. be glad to help. Okay, so um yeah. they can email us at clunkercast at gmail dot com. So that's that's C L U N K E R C A S T. At gmail dot com. Yeah. All right. So um to get our to get our podcast, it's Clunkercast at wordpress.com. You can also subscribe not, not to wordpress. Yeah, wordpress.com. It, not
4: .wordpress.com. Right? Yeah,
2: clunkercast.wordpress.com. And you can also right. search for us in iTunes. We're in iTunes. You can subscribe subscribe to our podcast there. Yeah. Um download in the it and hear. It will update automatically. Yes, if you have it enabled. Once I edit it <laughs> and send right. it out. So yeah. Um, and yeah. and We're also on Twitter. Um uh, just search for Clunkercast on Twitter. And we're still wow, JC, working on you've been busy. <laughs> we're still working on the Facebook page, so yeah, that's still coming. All, All right, right. Yeah, we'll let
0: you know about the top. And thanks for tuning in to Clunkercast. Uh you're with me, uh your host, Inigo Rosses. And AG me? Puyette.
3: AG, signing off.
0: Mm -hmm. Vince Pornella.
1: Yo, guys. Goodbye. Thank you.
0: And our regular host, Kim Liu.
2: (laughs) Bye, guys. Yeah, I'm a bit late. (laughs) Kim out. (laughs) That could be your tagline. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, me, JC. um, Signing out. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. See ya. Bye. 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 eat it with rice. Yeah, masamang ka siya with rice eh. Eti parang <laughs> ka like, lang kumuha can... lang, ano, ng boneless chicken then rice. <laughs> it's rice. Dude, pero solid kasi siya kasi yung,
1: yung diba, bacon inside. It's got inside, and like...
2: mayo <laughs> and bacon. It's got all all, all ano uh, all three things that I don't eat. Chicken, like, mayo it's not... and oil. It's
1: like a, it's like a KFC version like... of ano, cordon blue. Uh, so,
2: parang
1: ka Oh. Cheese and you know bacon inside.
2: Nah, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, Just
1: we're think. Ready rec... Well, we're uh... getting hungry.